Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, hello, ladies. How are you? You know, this has been a crazy month already, full of wonderful things going on for me. And then, of course, I've had a lot going on with family and friends, um, a lot of family urgencies. So it's been about two weeks since I've actually had the opportunity to come live uh, on the show. So Thanks, everyone, for uh, your your cards. Thank you for the beautiful expressions via Facebook and um, sending me special email notes. Um, you know, my, my uncle passed away, and then my best girlfriend um, had death in her family, um, and, you know, just a lot of illness in my family. And so a lot has been going on, but still I rise, right? You just you just keep rising and you keep reminding yourself that you are a beautiful child of God and that uh, everything that you do should be a living testimony for God. And in, in the I guess in the midst of being that living testimony, God blesses you something powerful because you're using all of your gifts and your talents to do the things that your your purpose to do, and at the same time, you're receiving blessings and blessing the lives of others. Amen? So, you know, it's just absolutely something that we always have to think about. And, you know, my grandmother used to have this expression. Uh, she had a lot of expressions, and, and truly they have stuck in my heart and my mind. Um, and she used to tell me, honey, if you live long enough, you're going to see people that you love pass on. And, of course, that resonates in my my spiritual ear all the time as I remember her saying that. And as you get older, you're going to have people that you love pass you by. And so with that said, I think it's just so very, very important that we all wake up every single day grateful, grateful for life, grateful for God allowing us to utilize our talents and our skills, uh, and grateful for being in business, right? That was our theme for the month of November, grateful for being in business. And how important is that, right? And so, again, um, you know, I just want to thank you all for your prayers and your well wishes. And I want you guys, again, to remember to be that grateful. Be grateful every single day for all that you have. Well, this month, during the rest of this month of December, the theme is going to be gold power. And I'm very, very excited to be talking to you about gold power because it's one of those things that people tend to do towards the end of the year, the beginning of the new year. Everybody wants to improve themselves. Everybody wants to see results. But in actuality, goal setting is something that you have to learn to master, right? And the only way that you can learn to master goal setting is that you actually uh, build habits that are going to help you 
to pay attention and focus on your goals every single day, which is so very, very important. Now, goal setting is not something that always comes easy to a lot of people. It did not come easy to me because um, I was someone who, I'm like a spring flower. I'm blossoming all over the place, and it was difficult for me to stay focused as a kid. Um, And I wanted to do so much, and I wanted it all you know, at the, I wanted it all then, and, and I want it all now, except for what I have learned is that without this one crucial skill, you cannot be a good leader, and that's something for you that you have to understand. You cannot be a good leader if you don't have goal-setting skills. And the other thing that you need to understand is that you cannot see results of anything without goal-setting. It is just as simple as that. Now, a lot of you have heard me talk about the fact that goal setting in and of itself is the first stage of manifestation. Um, And manifesting is bringing about something that is not yet here, right? Bringing about something that is not yet here, but it is going to come through your vision, through manifesting, and, of course, through writing it down and making it plain, which is the goal-setting part. And this is something that you have to understand. And a lot of people, you know, sometimes we read the Bible. For those of us who are Christian, we read the Bible, and we see at face value what the words say. But we really have to dig deeper and understand and, and pray and ask God for the meaning. Because when he talks about, uh, in Habakkuk 1, when he talks about, you know, write the vision down and make it plain, the thing that you need to understand is that he is telling you that I have given you of myself the gift of vision, which means that you literally can perform miracles. You can perform things that are yet to be seen, but however you see it in your mind, and these things can be manifested if you do it properly. And my my instructions to you is to write it down and make it plain. And yet sometimes we don't write it down. So today what I want to do is I want to talk to you about the importance of goal setting and what you need to do to start really making your goals come true, to start making your goals become uh, a reality. And I just want to share with you a, a little bit of my story of how it is that I became so good at setting goals and helping others to set their goals as well. You know, because today business women are, you know, they're busy being busy. They're all over the place. They're doing so many things. Um, you know, holding the roles of mom, wife, caretaker, parent. Uh, they're they're the CEOs of their business. They're they're in various outside activities, including the PTA, church committees, um, you know, social clubs. Just so many things are going on, and so many things are vying for the time of a woman, right? However, what you need to understand is that in order for you to accomplish your dreams and goals in business and to see things happen for you business-wise, you have to place business priority. So the first thing that I really want to remind all of you ladies is this. You are the one that birthed your business idea. 
right? You birthed a business. And what does that actually mean, you birthed a business? Well, God allowed you to come up with the vision. He allowed you to have the vision and the idea to get that aha moment of what it was that you wanted to be doing. But see, it was much more than that. It's that you also made a commitment to be responsible as a leader to take that business and grow it and take it to the next level. And each level you get to, your responsibility is to then go to the next level. So next level just doesn't mean one step up. Next level means to continue to rise above, to continue to move yourself to the next level of improvement or the advancement of, right? And so a lot of times I think that our businesses often get kicked to the curb. They, our businesses often get put last. And then we look up and the end of the year has come and we have not planned out our businesses, we have not done what we're supposed to do, which is to stay focused as a CEO, have a bird's eye view as a CEO, and of course, do the things that are necessary, right, to lead our businesses to that next level. And so birthing a business is something that you should take serious, just like birthing a child. And just like you would not leave a child unattended while they are growing up, while they are learning, you cannot leave a business unattended as well. Because if you do, then things will start to happen that will not make you a happy camper. Let's put it that way. You'll, you'll not make the money. You'll, you'll not have money to pay your business bills. Uh, I should say accounts payable, that's the correct term. But you are not going to have the money to pay, to make your accounts payable. Uh, you know, you're going to um, lose a reputation because people can easily tell when there is poor customer service or when certain things are not being done. They can just easily tell, right? And so this is why it's so very, very important for you um, to make sure that you understand the responsibility of being a business owner. And this is why I always, every show, I always go over um, the five questions of leadership and authority because they help you to become a better leader. They help you to explore and to discover what it is you need to do to be the leader for your particular business. So, number one, you've got to recognize, again, that you have birthed a business, right? And so as we discuss goal setting today, one of the things that I'll be doing is, again, I'll be sharing more and more information with you, um, not only today, but through the rest of this month and the first week of January, I'll be sharing with you various aspects of setting goals. And so, ladies, please make sure that you take the notes. This is very, very important. So here's my story about goal setting. You know, I have always been that type of person that, you know, I'm coming up with a lot of great ideas, and I get excited about so many possibilities that what could be, right? And that's probably why I uh, have such a great skill with helping other businesswomen in brainstorming and coming up with ideas and ways to make money. That's a, a talent. That's a gift that I have. However, one of the skills that I had to really work on was learning how to focus on what was important and how to look at 
what was going to be a priority. Which of those business ideas was I going to choose? You know, which of those business ideas was I going to focus on and stay committed to, right? That was very important. So when I was in my 20s, it used to puzzle me because I couldn't understand how I could be so sure, you know, of what I wanted business-wise, and yet I couldn't seem to make it happen. And, you know, by my early 30s, I had accomplished many things, but I also had to learn to embrace the fact that there was still a missing element because I felt like I was always climbing up a hill when I was trying to get things done. Now, I know a lot of you may say, girl, you had ADD. Well, (laughs) you know, maybe I did have attention deficit disorder. I think we all do somewhat, right? But I felt like I was always climbing up a hill to get things done. I would want to do them but they just were not happening, and sometimes procrastination would set in, and there were a lot of things that would set in. And so, you know, I was listening at this tape one day, and back then it was a cassette tape. I was listening at this tape one day, and it was Napoleon Hill who was talking about uh, writing things down, writing your vision down, and prioritizing. And I think it was with Napoleon Hill, which is why you guys may have heard me mention him a lot of the times, He is no longer with us, but all of his wisdom is still all over the Internet. So look him up if you're not familiar, Napoleon Hill. Uh, But he, he said something that just really, really captured me, right? He began to talk about how all of us were given two envelopes in life. And in one envelope was the envelope of, of, you know, evil and bad. And one envelope was the envelope of good, all things good. And he talked about what was in each of those envelopes. And as he began to explain that it was up to us of which envelope we chose, I began to have all kinds of aha moments to say that said, I needed to I need to choose to be successful. I need to choose to be a master in goal setting. I need to learn how to write things down, Um, you know, and and so I went back to the basics. And sometimes that's what we all have to do. We all have to go back to the basics, which is so very, very important. And so that's what I did is that I went back to the basics. And the basics for me was the Bible, you know, and God said to write it down and make it plain, and I had heard that so much, and, oh, it's such a beautiful expression, a beautiful phrase. I heard everybody say it. I think I had said it once or twice to people, but did I really know what writing the vision down and making it plain really meant? Well, it was at that moment, listening to Napoleon Hill, that I began to have have my breakthrough. I began to understand a lot, and I went back to the basics, and I realized that I blamed everything that wasn't happening for me on other things instead of facing the mirror. You see, it was my deep desire to succeed in life business-wise. However, personally, I wasn't doing the things that I was supposed to be doing. And instead of looking for the answers within myself, 
I began to say, well, I just got too much to do. You know, um, everybody's expecting so much from me. I began to, you know, try to put the blame on everything else. But what I learned is that when I accepted the responsibility that I am the business owner, I am the leader, I am the CEO, I am the president of my company, I began to be reborn business-wise and really understand for the first time that I am in complete control of my business destiny. I am in complete control of the things that I do, and, and, and in many ways I am in control of the outcome, okay? And so what I needed to do was to learn to become a master goal setter. I needed to learn to be the come the queen of gold. So I learned how to do that. I took all types of workshops and all types of classes. However, what I really began to understand is that although I took all of those classes, which were some, many of them were very good, and I learned, for example, the method of SMART goals, um, you know, that it had to be measurable, you, you know, uh, it had to, it, you had to be able to, be able to be, achieve the goal and all those different things. I learned all about SMART goals and the SMART method, but what I realized is that as a business owner, there were still some things missing that I needed to pay attention to, okay? And so once I realized how I was going to improve through the power of goal setting, I then had a clear understanding uh, again, of why my dreams and my goals did not come to fruition. And so I began to realize the importance of looking within myself and, and knowing that I am all-powerful, that God lives within me and with God and through God. I am able to accomplish and do and be anything that I want. And I certainly hope those of you who are listening are feeling that way too. It is just that important. And so as we discuss goal setting, as we look at goal setting all this month in the first week of January, as we look at what it is that we need to do to accomplish our goals, it is my desire that you guys get some aha moments. So as I began to master those goals, as I began to learn to write it down, the biggest thing that I realized, right, is the power of manifestation. Because as I began to write those goals down, as I began to fine-tune and come up with my own unique system of what needs to happen with goal setting, I realized that it was me all alone. How about that? It was me all alone. But instead of feeling sorry for myself or instead of um you know, wanting to be in denial of that and continue to procrastinate, it was my desire to not only master goal setting but become a queen of goal setting, to really be able to rule over, right, to rule over my empire and to make incredible things happen like never before. And so some of the results that I had, some of the things that occurred for me as I learned how to properly goal set was that I started uh, being able to come up with ideas to make uh, certain amounts of money, and I began to be able to put it on paper, know how I was going to do it, set the task to it, and make it happen. 
And I began to realize that I had a unique talent for doing that. And that is how I began to rise above as a business owner and to start seeing a lot of success. Now, goal setting isn't the only thing that I had to learn, but it definitely is the foundation for everything that you want to do in your business. And maybe for some of you, some of this is sounding a little elementary that, you know, you think, well, you know, yeah, I know how to set goals. But here's the, the number one question I want you to ask yourself. I want you to ask yourself, have I accomplished the goals that I wanted to accomplish this year? Have I generated the income that I wanted to generate this year? Have I did that? Have I been able to leave my full-time job and work my business full-time? Have I been able to do those things? Because if you have not been able to do those things, then you still need to learn to continue to master and become the queen of goal setting. It's a process that you never finish learning because you're always going to be able to take yourself higher. You know, there's an expression that I've heard before. Many experts have used this expression, which is you're only at the bottom of your next level, right? So sometimes you can think I'm at the top, I'm making good money, or I'm really seeing some things happen in my business, but the truth of the matter is is that you're only at the bottom of your next level. So you always need to be constantly striving and pushing for what it is that you want out of life and out of your business, right? And so many of you have heard me on the show over the last few weeks talk about hey, it's time for you guys to start planning your 2020 business strategy. And so many of you may not have even started planning your strategy, and here we are in the midst of the full-blown holiday season, and you may be asking yourself, what do I do when I haven't developed my 2020 vision? I haven't developed my 2020 strategy and what I'm going to do. So I'm going to be sharing a little bit about the 2020 strategy um, and what you can do to still get yourself to be ahead of the curve before January 1st. So we're going to be talking about that in just a little bit. But I wanted to first just kind of share with you guys um, my story of why I love goal setting, why it is probably one of my most favorite things to talk about and why it should be one of your most favorite things as well. So in today's show, we're going to dig deeper into goal setting. But before I, um, before I move forward with giving you more information about goal setting, I would be remiss if I did not give you guys the five questions of leadership and authority because we're getting closer to the end of the year where I will have a whole new set of questions and a theme for the year uh, for you to ask yourself. So here we go, the five questions of leadership and authority. Here's question number one. Am I clear on my role as CEO of my company? Again, am I clear on my role as CEO of my company? Um, this is very important. You ladies know that you need to have a position description for your business, for you as the CEO. And you need to have a position description for anybody that plays a role in your company or that you need to play. Uh, you need them to play a role, even if they are a subcontractor, right? Why? Because you need to know at all times 
how your company should be functioning on a day-to-day basis. Question number two, what are my business priorities? As far as sales, tasks, um, marketing, all of these things are very, very important, but you need to understand and know what, what should you be handling every single week at the top of the week. What should you be handling? What should you be looking at? Here's question number three. Do I have a bird's eye view of my daily workflow, right? Daily workflow is all of the things that I just mentioned in business priorities. It's your sales. It's your task. It's your marketing. It's your follow-up. It's projects. It's different things that need to take place in the business to bring about the lifeblood of the business, which is the money, honey, right? It means that you need to have a bird's eye view over those things that make you money and bring income into your business, and you can't do that if you have not developed a daily workflow. If you do not have a good time management system, it's very difficult for you to have that bird's eye view. And then number four, am I allowing my power team, here's another one of my favorite words, Am I allowing my power team to work for me in helping me to execute my daily workflow? You know, one of the secrets in business success is that it's vital that you learn how to leverage the talent and potential of others. There are others out there that have businesses, and those businesses offer services that could be of great value to you, from a graphic designer, web designer, Um, data processor, you know, uh, funnel funnel designer, someone who can take what you need to happen from beginning to end of prospects, connecting with you, uh, developing your e-newsletter campaigns, that kind of thing. And so there are all types of people out there that have these types of talents. But you have to go out and you have to find them. And the thing about a power team is that power teams have to be nurtured, the relationships have to be developed with individuals who are going to provide those services to you. And so it's going to take time for you to find those individuals. Of course, you want to find them from referrals and recommendations from close friends um, and business associates that you see that their business is doing really well and you like the way they're presenting themselves. Perhaps they're using people that you might be able to use as well. And so you can't wait until the last minute, until you need something business-wise to to think that you can activate your power team because there is no power in the word team when you wait to the last minute to try to find somebody because you will be stumbling. You will be stumbling trying to find someone to help you do something. Right now, if someone called you and said, hey, you know, we want to invite you to send us a proposal, Um, and go after a half-million-dollar contract, what are you going to do? Would you be able to quickly put a proposal together if you didn't have the skills? You probably would not be. Wouldn't it be great if you had someone on your power team who was a writer, who could brainstorm with you and help you to develop quickly a proposal that you could send out? But without that individual, A lot could happen. A lot could go in the wrong direction. You could procrastinate because it becomes too overwhelming for you. You you, um, don't get the proposal in on time, so it can't be considered amongst the others. There's a lot that could happen when you lack the power team in place to get things done, right? And I wouldn't tell you this 
if I had not already experienced similar things. So I know what I'm talking about. Every business woman needs to develop a power team of individuals who can help her take her business to the next level. And that's exactly what a power team does. It shortens your learning curve. In other words, you don't have to keep going out to somebody's bookstore to get a book to figure out how to do things when you need to be doing what you do best as the CEO, right? You need to be able to delegate and have other people to help you. So that's what a power team is. It's a group of professionals, individuals who have expertise in particular areas that can shorten your learning curve and help your business to grow so much faster, right? And so, again, pay attention to that, ladies, because if you have not developed a power team for this year, I definitely want you to develop a power team, even if it's, you know, two or three things that you need done in your business that you need to find somebody for, you need to be developing a power team. And like me and the experiences that I had when I first started goal setting and really working on my skills as a leader, you don't have to feel like you're climbing uphill, like it's an uphill battle. If you get a power team, you can immediately have the relief and the results you're looking for, but you first must develop a relationship with individuals. You must interview people who you think you may want on your power team. And, again, um, by the way, power team is a word really for you. You don't have to go around telling people that they're going to be on your power team, right? It's really your word to know that uh, as a symbol that you have a group of individuals who are working together on your behalf to help you utilize the power to create a successful business. So that's what a power team is all about. But you've got to develop those relationships sooner. So I want to challenge all of you to go ahead and write down in your planner, uh, develop power team, and I want you to break it down. Write down at least three to five different things that you know you need help with. It could be a website designer. It could be, you know, you're thinking about doing a blog talk radio show and you need somebody to help you put that together. Whatever it is, you need to write it down, okay? And then from there, look at business associates who already are doing what you want to do. Perhaps they can make a recommendation. Go and Google and, and word search okay, the types of people that you need, whether it's a, a writer, whether it's a graphic designer or what have you. And don't forget that while you're on a budget, a lot of things can be delegated out on Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, Fiverr.com. Now, the one thing I do want to let you know about Fiverr is that Fiverr is a, is a hit or miss, meaning they have a lot of people saying they can do a lot of things on there, However, it's not always correct, right? So sometimes you're going to have to try out people to see if they are good at what they say they're doing. And if so, that means that you have a good resource on Fiverr and hold on to that resource, right? Very, very important. So it's time for you to grow up in your business. It's time for you to not only declare and claim what it is that you want in your business, it's time for you to make it 
happen, plain and simple. Here's number five, the last of the five questions of leadership and authority. Do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team? Again, do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team? Delegation is very important because it is you correctly explaining and turning over to people and assigning tasks and projects to to follow up with and get done. However, this is the thing that you need to understand about delegation. Delegation requires you to still be a part of the process. And I own a, I, for many of you may not know this, I own a virtual assistance company, and I have had a, a, quite a few of my clients think that they can delegate and not be a part of the process, the delegation process of the follow-up part. I've had clients who have, you know, turned over projects to me and, and to my uh, virtual assistant, and they have just left it there on the table and then don't want to review all of the things necessary to make the project whole. And so this is what you need to understand about delegating. Delegating only works if you work it. So that means that you must be a part of it. That requires you to be clear on what you are delegating. So if you're delegating a task, it's important that you, you not only write out the task properly, hey, this is the task, this is how I, like, I would like for it to be done, and here's the deadline on the task, and these are the dates that I will be following up with you if it's going to take that person longer than three to five days to get it done, Right? Most tasks can be handled within 24 to 48 hours, but then you have some tasks that require a longer period of time. And so the, the follow-up process belongs to you. You're responsible for the follow-up, and you can't get upset if you let days go by and you still don't have the task completed and you have not followed up with the individual. Yes, they should be held accountable by you, and even though they should be holding themselves accountable, Sometimes they don't. Individuals that you have assigned tasks to don't necessarily always hold themselves accountable. And sometimes it's innocent and sometimes it's on purpose. So you have to be able to hold individuals accountable when you are assigning tasks, which is so very, very important. And so there you have it, ladies the five questions of leadership and authority. If you ask yourself these questions as often as you need to, and you not only ask these questions, but answer the questions to your honest ability, you will begin to have things that you need to implement in your business and make changes with. And as you grow, you'll begin to ask yourself these questions again and have a whole new set of answers. So, again, the five questions of leadership and authority are meant to help you to hone in and grow your leadership skills and to help you to be the best leader that you can be for your business. It's 12.36 after the hour. This is Trina Newby with Successful Woman Radio and Women About Biz. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to the show today. And, of course, our thing for the rest of this month, the first week of January, is Gold Power. So you don't want to miss this show. And I ask that you go ahead and share this radio show and the phone number with at least three to five more people. Um, I want to go ahead, and for those of you 
who are not familiar with the Successful Woman Radio Show, I want to just share with you who we are. Successful Woman Radio Show is the flagship podcast and radio show for women about biz. Um, it is for women who are in business, are wanting to be in business, and that are seeking a positive environment where they can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life, generating the income that they desire. And so, again, we welcome you. Make sure you mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon as we help you set the pace for your week. So I've shared my my story in goal setting and why I, I began to goal set and why it was so important. And so now that I've shared my story with you, if you guys have any questions, if you guys are dealing with some of the same things, don't hesitate to connect with me. And you can do that in two ways. You can go to womenaboutbiz.net. Again, you can go to womenaboutbiz.net. And when you get to, to the website, automatically on the far right-hand, or I should say the bottom right-hand corner, you're automatically going to see a pop-up there. And that pop-up is a welcome for me. And um, if you would like to schedule a free power talk. Now, every year you get one free power talk at no cost. And then if you listen to Successful Woman Radio Live, then I offer power talks on particular topics, and that's in addition to the free one that you get every year. And so this is why it is so important for you to listen to the show. So we are all booked out for power talks for this year. However, you can go ahead and get yourself registered um, and reserve your 45-minute power talk session where we can talk about goal setting, your challenges, where you are this year and where you need to be next year. So we can talk about those things. So, again, if you go to womenaboutbiz.net, look down at your bottom right corner of that front page, and you'll see it says, let's talk. And there's a button there that says schedule now. Just click on that, and it will automatically take you uh, to my scheduler where you can schedule your Power Talk session. So, again, I don't have any days left uh, for December, but I do have days left for January. And so I want to recommend to you that you go ahead and get your Power Talk scheduled. January is usually our busy month of the year, first quarter, and so we book out with Power Talk sessions. I only allow, I think, about 20 Power Talks per month, and so we always book out very quickly with that. So, again, one free Power Talk every year uh, to all business women. This is, this is my give back to the community, the nationwide community of women who are looking for individuals to support them in whatever it is that they want to do. And certainly I've been in business now for uh, 30 years, basically, um, and so I have learned so much, and I take all of that wisdom, my successes and my failures, and I turn them into incredible blueprints for women who are seeking success in their business, and I'm all about sharing with people how to do something, not just giving you a little bit, but giving it all to you so you can eat a full plate of my wisdom. So again, get that Power Talk scheduled as soon as you possibly can. Another way you can schedule a Power Talk on the website is right there 
um, at the top of the website, it says free coaching session for you. And if you just click on the word, click here to schedule now, it does the same thing. It takes you to my scheduler where you can schedule your free power talk. And so that's my gift to you. Make sure you take advantage of it and go ahead and get yourself scheduled for January as soon as you can. So I want to just go on into personal development for goal setting because now that I've shared my story, I want you guys to know that one of the things that I had to do was I had to understand better goal setting and what goal setting actually meant. So when I learned that there was a solution to getting things done and that I basically just lacked the know-how in implementing my dreams and goals, I literally, I was one of the happiest businesswomen in the world. I thought something was wrong with me mentally. Remember, guys, I told you. I was like, oh, God, something is going on here. And I can laugh about it now. However, it really bothered me. And I discovered those two simple words that changed my whole life. Uh, And one set of those two words was goal setting, and the other set was personal development. So personal development is your ability to be able to enhance your skills or develop new skills that are going to help you to take yourself, again, to the next level. So when something doesn't work or you can't seem to implement or accomplish something, then that is when you know that you might be lacking in a skill that's going to help make it easier for you and you need to hone in on that skill. Now, most of the time you'll be able to delegate, but then there are some skills that you're going to need to even do that, okay? So you ask any successful businesswoman today what the keys to her success are, and she'll most likely mention that she believes so deeply in personal development. Because you can have big dreams, great business ideas, and a deep desire, you know, to see your business succeed. But if you don't have the knowledge or skills to make it happen, you you got it, it won't, right? So here are some key areas of personal development that women tend to need or they need to enhance and improve upon, right? And I'm going to call them out, and hopefully you guys are taking some good notes, if not you, if you're not where you can have a pen and notepad, you can go and listen to the pre-broadcast of the the broadcast of the show. Communication is is a huge thing, and I have that as number one because you need to be able to uh, have the ability to communicate. Right? Communication is necessary in everything you do as a businesswoman, from the basics of how to describe what you do in business, doing networking events. uh, or to learn how to present to a prospect or how to do a one-on-one session with a prospect in order to turn the presentation into closing the sale. So communication is really key. You need to learn about debt management because one of the biggest things that happen to a lot of people who go in business is that they quickly get in debt with buying a lot of business equipment and materials and different things that they don't necessarily always need, okay? So that's key, developing a vision. When we've talked about that, that's like the priority, right? You need to know how to develop your vision. Yes, it's in your head, but you need to learn how to get it out of your head and manifest it, write it down, make it plain. And in order to do that, that requires a skill, okay? You need to learn more about focusing, Focusing is so very, very important. 
if you can't focus, it's pretty difficult for you to set any kind of goal or for you to uh, really write your vision down and make it plain because you can't stay focused. You're jumping from one thing to another. And by the way, um, I want to recommend to all of you is that this year coming up in 2020, you must learn how to journal. You must learn how to write your notes down, your ideas down, your concepts and, and brain dump so that you can keep your, your mindset clear at all times. So focusing is definitely a skill, and it's a skill that you need to learn how to do. Follow-up. Oh, wow. Follow-up is just like, it is, it is key. Imagine that you're running a race, and someone says, you know, if you cross the finish line, you are going to win a million dollars, but you're running the race, you're running the race, and you get, you know, you get maybe a fourth mile out from crossing the line, and in your mind, you start saying, I'm tired, my legs are burning, my muscles are hurting, I don't want to, to, to continue on, I want to stop. But, you know, you've got to keep following up with that. Instead of you thinking negative, you've got to follow up with some positive reinforcement. You've got to follow up with some affirmations and some things in your mind, and you've got to be able to tell yourself, I can do this. So you get to that, that cross line. You keep telling yourself, I can do it. So you start following up. You start, you start gearing back up and saying, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do this. And you get right there. You get right there, centimeters before you cross the line and you stop. And you say to yourself, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired. I know I need to. I know I need to. And you've forgotten that if you cross the line, you're going to be rewarded with a million dollars. You forgot about that because all your mind is focused on is the pain, how tired you are, how you want to stop. You put all the wrong things in your mind. And so you didn't make it cross the line, the finish line. And yet there are people who literally were dragging themselves and crawling on the ground to get across that finish line. Well, follow-up is kind of like this same process, right? It's like you make promises of things that you're going to provide to customers. You promise yourself that there are things that you're not going to allow to happen next year or this year. And you, you made all of these promises, and yet you, you don't keep them because you're not following up. But you see, follow-up is a skill. It's a process. And everything that is a process, everything that's related to personal development, is going to require you to put it into a system. And write that down. Everything that is required of you personal development-wise that requires a process, meaning it's more than one step, it requires a process, it's going to require you to create a system. And you've got to understand that. And here's the thing I like about explaining to people about a system. We live in a divine system, okay? We live in a divine system. And sometimes here on earth as humans, we take everything for granted. We're going about our day, driving through the traffic, you know, going to our events and meetings, talking with people, going out to dinner, shopping, doing all those things that we as humans do, right? 
But we forget about the fact that we are living in a, on a planet that is surrounded by uh, by a ring of of gaseous air that is suspending on an axis of gas, and it is floating literally midair, and yet we are living inside of the bubble. We are living inside of it. That is truly a miracle. It is truly a miracle, and we depend on that to continue to do that every single day without us knowing whether it is going to happen or not, but we believe in it. We wake up every day believing that the earth is still going to be in existence and that it's still going to be turning, that we're still going to see sun up and sun down, and we we truly believe that. But see, just like you have belief in that divine system, you have to have belief in the systems that you set for yourself and your business. So everything that you want to accomplish in life has to have a system. And think about that. This is how God said it. He created a divine system, and and that is the way that we have to pattern ourselves and follow the blueprint, which is so very important. So if God created a divine system and we're living in a system and we're living on a planet, that is suspended by gaseous air and, and, and just floating, right, and turning, revolving. If we're living on that planet and we're living in, in, the, in the inside of this bubble where it has uh, oxygen, uh, carbon dioxide, and all of the nutrients and chemicals and everything that we need to make our bodies work, then don't you think? that if God designed that divine system, that, that, that it means that everything that we do should also be in a system? I hope your answer is yes. We must start creating better strategies and better systems in which to flow. And that is so very important. And so I'm going to be, you can't miss a show because I'm going to be giving you guys many aha moments. Right now I'm setting the foundation for you, and I'm talking about, personal development and giving you some key areas of personal development that if you don't have those areas enhanced already in your life, these are things that you're going to have to start working on. So I left off on follow-up. The next is, of course, goal setting. Goal setting is indeed a skill. It's a skill that's necessary uh, to manifest what it is that you want out of life, okay? Here's another skill, implementation. Implementation. I can't tell you how important implementation is because you can do everything right, but if you don't know how to implement it, it's not going to work, okay? And I don't want to miss out on this one, health and nutrition, because it is a skill to know how to treat your body well, how to treat you well. But this is this is a fact, and it's not just a suggestion for me, but this is a fact. I've I've talked to too many women who are burning themselves out, and I will be transparent with saying I'm one of them. I've talked to myself about this. Health and nutrition is a skill. We must learn how to eat properly for what it is that we want to do in life. You want to live a long life? Learn how to eat better food. Learn how to eat non-processed food, learn how to eat more greens, more vegetables, more fruits, natural foods that are going to nourish your body but not 
put a lot of body fat on you, right? You know, figure out what's the best way for you to exercise, not everybody else. I mean, you know, every five minutes on the television, you know, you see all these new exercise programs that's put before you on the Internet, and you see people jumping all around, but they may not be for you. You need to figure out what it is that you can do. And most doctors say if you can walk 15 to 30 minutes a day, that's where you start. So health and nutrition is definitely a skill. Losing weight works right along with health and nutrition. It is a skill. So don't feel bad if you've tried many times to lose weight. Keep trying. Keep learning new skills for yourself. And one of the biggest things I want to share with you is learn about behavior modification with losing weight. Because for most women, it has to do with behavior modification. We have a lot of triggers that cause us to overeat, from stress to nervousness to feeling overwhelmed. Food tends to be a problem solver for most women, and so we have to be very, very careful about that. So you have to develop the skill of losing and maintaining the right weight. Here's a big one, moving past fear moving past fear. We all need to learn how to move past fear. Many of you have heard me say the expression, you know, tell tell fear to jump on in the back seat and buckle in because it's getting ready to go for a ride. But as you start driving your success vehicle and you say, I'm going to just take fear along with me anyway, fear is not having any fun because you're not scared anymore. So fear jumps out of the success vehicle. And that's what you will find more times than none with moving past fear. But it is a skill. And as with any skills, ladies, let me say this. All of these things that I'm mentioning are skills that have to be developed. But with any skill, it requires you to repeat the skill in order for it to become a habit in your life. And don't forget that. Networking is another skill for businesswomen. You really need to begin to understand and know how to network, what to say, what type of events are best for you, and how to develop relationships in an authentic and natural manner. You need to learn how to organize. You need to learn how not to procrastinate because that is, a, again, it is a skill. Anything that forms a habit I mean, and a negative habit means that you picked up a negative skill and you need to use a positive skill to eliminate it. Reading. This is one of my favorite things to do. It's a skill that I picked up that I continuously create a habit for. And reading um, is essential as a businesswoman. If you want to get better at something, if you want to become a good leader, if you want to improve yourself, then you can really gain a lot from people who have wisdom in a particular area. If you read a book per month from someone who is an expert in a particular area, you will have picked up about 10 years of wisdom from that person. If you read 12 books a year, that's 120 years of wisdom you have picked up in this little 12 months if you implement it, right? So that's quite incredible. Self-confidence. Um, I don't think there's a person alive that hasn't at some point lacked self-confidence. I know I have, and it depends on the situation, the environment, and what is going on. But then there are some who lack self-confidence a little bit more than others. It is totally a skill, and, of course, it's totally connected with fear and your experiences 
uh, as a child or your experiences as a young adult. And so, again, self-confidence is something that many of us have had to work on. Speaking, which is known as the number one uh, thing that people tend to fear, is something that we have to have. As a matter of fact, I hear a lot of business women tell me, if this has anything, if I, I don't want to do a business if I have to sell. And I say to them, well, then you don't want to be in business. If you, if you don't want to sell, you don't need to be in business because business is about selling. That's the whole point of business is that you provide them with a product or service in exchange for revenue, for money. And the exchange of the two is called a sale. Right? Yeah. So don't ever be one of those business women that say, I don't like to sell. You've just got to pick up the skill to sell. And until you have that skill, until you develop that skill, then you're going to have to find other individuals that can help you with closing the sale for your business. But you've got to learn how to do it because sometimes it's just not in the budget to hire someone. So you've got decisions that you have to make, okay? You have to develop your spiritual skill, your relationship, your personal one-on-one relationship with God. And I'm not talking about going to church on Sunday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. I'm talking about that personal relationship with God where it's just you and the Father. You talk with him. You're grateful for all of the days that he has given you. And you share with him the desires of your heart. You pray for others, and you pray to bless others with your talent and your skills, right? And then we have time management, which is essential for goal setting. And then we have writing skills because you definitely need to know all about how to write properly, right? It could be you've got to learn how to write short articles or you've got to learn how to write um, important letters or emails. Developing yourself personally requires a total commitment and buy-in, ladies, that you will evaluate your innermost feelings and be honest with yourself about areas that you need improvement in because this is the first stage of learning how to become a queen of goal setting. Well, there you have it. Next week I'm going to be sharing the story about Lori and what happened with her as she began to set her goals, so stay tuned for it. Make sure you always have a pen and a notepad when you come to Successful Woman Radio. And remember that I want you to have a productive week full of productivity, full of opportunities and income generation. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.